Tubes. They're gonna talk about it. TV Tubes. You're gonna scream and shout it. TV Tubes. Just sit back and relax. It's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast. TV Tubes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, da na na TV Tunes. <laughs> Uh, we have a new <laughs> new season and new, new theme, song. theme song, babies. Uh, hey, everybody, and welcome back to TB Tunes for another season. Hello. We have not died. We have survived the apocalypse, and we are here. And I am not going to keep doing that because that's what Cage Match did, and we don't need to do an apocalyptic sort of layover for this no. show. You could do it this one fun time. Uh, no, we're good. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you for coming back, guys. Yeah. And uh, nerding out with us. Speaking um, of apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Good segue. We got we got uh, smooth the the end all be all of guests. A David Zwick of Try You Like It podcast. I'm the inaugural guest of season three, two of the podcast. Uh, TBD. We don't <laughs> for TB look, tunes. Look, we don't know what season it is. So right away, that makes it less of an honor. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, we haven't really figured that out. But it's a new season, a new season. and you are our first and guest. You're, you're, you're our premier. Our Thank premier you for doing episode. it. Thrilled to be here. dun na 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 tv tunes. Jesus Christ. That's Every time. The first uh, guest of the season gets to make the theme song. No, yeah. I'm uh, very excited to be here. It's very... like comedy bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a thrill. Glad to be here. Finally. We wanted to have you on last season, but... You we had only... to get Winston first and Hector multiple times before? Yeah, yes, you know very is. much so. Thank you for doing your research on how to be bitter about this. <laughs> uh, Look, it's overdue. <laughs> Uh, it is. It is. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing. We wanted uh, Rachel Chapman on too because we wanted to. We're completionists, obviously. Got to talk it. about how much we're oh. failing as hosts. Um, oh, no, I wasn't intending to. We, I'm no. thrilled to be here. I'm I happy. Want, I wanted to talk. You about guys it. are <laughs> looking at me right now, and I am smiling. This is also a smile. This is also a State of the Union meeting for oh, me God. and David, uh, and uh, things are going poorly. When uh, you say completionist with Rachel Chapman, does that mean just juicy now? No, no, we had Oscar on, and we had uh, Claire on from, oh, from Inside the, the Disney, Disney Vault. Vault. Very cool. Uh, we wanted to get everybody on, because you guys are all great, and they're all great, and we wanted actually, to come and... Actually, I don't think Rachel's Jewish. I, that's actually a miss... Uh, I, I, that's a misfire on my end. I'm oh. coming in hot. Oh. I actually don't think she's Jewish. That's I, my fault. I, I you thought you... say any name in a Jewish way, and you're sort of like... And I would buy yeah, it. Yeah, I was just like, like coming in with bitter energy. and I didn't. Uh, not, I, didn't oh, I, I thought you were saying that I said something about her being Jewish. No, that's my like, fault. That's my. Not that being Jewish is bad. I am. Rachel, uh, Rachel Chapman. Listen, yeah, Rachel I grew Chapman. up in a Jewish community in northern yeah. Chicago. How did we get here, guys? I don't. <laughs> listen, they just took a vote in the House, and that's what we're talking about. Oh, we're here God. to condemn anti Semitism uh, on this podcast. Do you guys cut stuff? No. Uh, no. Can I make a recommendation? <laughs> Cut that? <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. Uh, 100% not going to happen. That's okay. Uh, we'll set it to your editor. It's a real, yeah, <laughs> real improvised feel on this. Speaking of an improvised feel to conversations, we're here to talk about home movies. You are on fire with I'm these trades. I'm doing the best I can. I am sweating buckets. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing home movies, which you can tell from the title of this episode, which I've never watched before. No shit. Yeah. Um, and I have mixed feelings about this, okay. <laughs> this TV show. I have nostalgic feelings about it. You watched it? Yeah, it's one of those shows that I watched a bunch of. I was not... Uh, not a completist, not a rabid fan, but I did watch a bunch of it and always really enjoyed it. You weren't a rabid fan? 
Not a fan of rabbits. Uh, rabbits. Call back to what from, we were talking um, about before. But uh, David Zwick brought uh, every season uh, in their original DVD packaging from Shout Factory. Oh. Shout out to Shout Factory. Shout out to Shout Factory. <laughs> this nerd. They're real good at putting DVD packages together. We know how to get the right guests who <laughs> are the nerdiest um, about I'm these very shows. I'm jealous that you've experienced all of the special features on this because I remember hearing about them and how, like, the commentaries on the episodes are supposed to be insane. Yeah, now I know this is an audio media uh, presentation of... Format? uh, This is an audio format. Perfect, John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, The DVD menus are even great. It's from a bygone era where, like, so much work would go in. This is the last showcase of a TV show. Is this it an actually animated, like, There is, like, menu? an animated menu screen when uh, move you around? click play all episodes. The Bre- you, Brendan Small, uh, like, clicks a remote and says action, which there's a dichotomy there that doesn't quite make sense. Sure, sure. Yeah. But uh, I like it. <laughs> uh, of course you do. Yeah. That's why we have you. Yeah, no, I this. love this show. I love it so much. I am thrilled to be talking about it, and I'm excited to discuss why you have mixed feelings about I, it, John. I'm going to be honest. When I started watching it, I what's the name of the main character? Uh, Brendan Small. That's what, okay. And who also, also is the co-creator. So it's named and for him, too. It's like, it's essentially, an in, in watching every episode, you, this is Brendan Small's fourth grade circuit. Now, I haven't listened to the commentary tracks in oh. a decade mm. but i did which I is what we're going to do right now yeah. we're going to listen to them now um but watching this show i legitimately was watching him and i'm just like this feels like i'm watching david Swick. like he had a bit of your energy the with... friend and small character yes interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh not as a negative but that the passion that he has <laughs> i see shining through and i'm just like that felt very much like david in a lot of things. I, I mean, when I discovered the show uh-huh. as uh, I was probably 12 or uh, probably 13, 14. Okay. Um, anywhere in that 12 to 14 range. Please narrow it down. Uh, I remember watching a show on the like Cartoon Network Adult Swim block, and then I was like, oh, this is me. I was like someone <laughs> who did make home movies. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was Not like, oh, they off. made a whole TV show about this. And then sought out the DVDs at the the local Borders. Uh, and then uh, bought those Shout DVDs. Shout out to at, Borders. Yeah. Uh, Still hanging. Speaking of not hanging things in from there. a bygone era. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Uh, and yeah, watched every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, was not like an early adopter of the show. I was not watching it. In 1999, for their five UPN episodes. Oh man, you, uh, that's a <laughs> that's a knowledge. I that forgot I, they started on UPN. They were on UPN. I did a slight bit of research before this podcast. I did I, none. Yeah, because you know I got stuff. <laughs> uh, they yeah. started on UPN. They got five episodes in, and then got immediately canceled. And then when a Cartoon Network was uh, starting their Adult Swim block, they picked it up. They picked it up, and then finished season one on Adult Swim. Uh, and then starting in season two, that's when uh, the animation style shifted from the squiggle vision that you see in season one yeah. with like the squiggly lines for the outlines of the characters to more, more common flash animation. Yeah. Uh, the thing 
that's different between the first five episodes to every episode afterwards is the voice of the mom changes. Oh. Uh, we didn't watch any of those episodes because we didn't watch the pilot. Yeah. Uh, I did last night and forgot that Paula Poundstone is the really? voice of the mom for the first five episodes. Oh, Holy shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. And then who takes over? Uh, Janet DiTullio. She's, she sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, um, across the board, the voice cast is top notch. Yeah. It's insane. Like, there's only, I was, my bit of research on the way over here was like, who, what cameos did I forget? There's only like 39 listed voice actors mm-hmm. on IMDb for 52 episodes of a TV show. So it leads me to believe that some stuff is left out, but there's not a ton of characters in any given episode. The only research I did was going, that sounds like Patton Oswalt. It was Patton <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Or that sounds uh, like Emo Phillips. And it was uh, Emo Phillips. Yeah. Emo Phillips. Like, the, the people, the cameos that uh, we missed in the episodes we watched were Mitch Hedberg before he died. Damn. Oh. Uh, Which one? Who was he? He played a character called Mitch. He also did a couple of, like, side characters in the first season. Oh, Mitch. Uh, and then, but, like, David Cross has a one character episode. Like, he plays Guy in Grocery Store. Uh, <laughs> Tom Kenny does one character. Um, oh, Ron Lynch. That's who Ron I was Lynch trying. is oh, Mr. Lynch. Yeah. That's who I was trying to figure out. Uh, to walk through the bigger cast and not just the cameos, like Brendan Small, the co-creator, plays the character, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, H. John Benjamin plays... Is perfect. Coach McGurk. Uh-huh. John and, McGurk. Uh, I relate to Coach John McGurk. Yes. And uh, Jason Penapopoulos. Oh, but they like shift the way his voice. Why sounds. are you pointing at me? Because I'm Greek. Uh, Is that no, one? I didn't point. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I stared you dir- down, oh, but okay. I didn't point. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Melissa Galski plays Melissa. Yeah, this uh, cast is insane. And then. Uh, you got Maria Bamford showing up. You Maria got Bamford Eugene is a cameo. Merman showing up. Eugene oh, plays Merman. Eugene, uh, a Russian character in a couple of episodes. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, Jen Kirkman plays right. uh, the nurse waiting. character who uh, features as a, a recurring uh, character. Uh, Sarah Silverman's sister plays into a few episodes. Ian Roberts. Ian, Ian. Roberts. And oh. that's one I like. In looking at the voice cast today, it's like, ah, I guess I have to watch all the episodes again. <laughs> uh, Honestly. And chase down and these characters. And of course, the king of all voice acting. Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Playing a parrot, I believe. Playing, of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah, typecast. Yeah. Uh, he Tom only Kenny does was, animals. Tom Kenny is also on the show for one episode. One episode. He's, I think, Doctor? He's arguably the king of voice, Wait, yeah. <laughs> voiceover I'd, work. I just realized, does Gilbert Gottfried only voiceover Birds? Uh, bird characters? <laughs> I would say for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Percentage-wise, I would assume high, but I'm not certain. And this is until he got fired from Affleck, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's no longer that duck. Ugh. He is no longer a duck. How dare yeah. he? Uh, I did, watching the first episode that we watched, um, I felt like the song may have been Brent McKenzie from Flight of the Concords. I tried to find that online, but I could not. Who wrote not. the music for the show? Or sang the first song oh, uh, that we Brendan covered. Oh, Small sings all the songs of the okay. show. Okay. Like, yeah. he sounded a little yeah. bit like Brett McKenzie. What, what I, I forgot that there was so much music in this show. Yeah. So in this Should we sh- jump into it? Yes. Let's jump into okay. it. Uh, Start with director's cut? Yes. Director's okay. cut, which is episode... Uh, I believe that num, is num, episode num, num, num. six oh, of I've got season it on one. Here. Season one, you didn't put the... Uh, we can check the DVDs right it's here. Fine. Oh, season one, episode six. Yes. Got well, it. I said it correctly. Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, 
I'm pretty sure I just said that. Well, I, I said it before you did. I, I didn't hear that. Check the tapes. Me. This show doesn't get edited. I'm not recording anything because this is just no. for us. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, so director's was, cut. I, in watching the pilot last night, I was like, we could have watched this because that uh, the pilot episode is so improvised. Uh, season one, the episodes are pretty much improvised in this squiggle. The squiggle vision animation style was designed so that they could improvise these shows and then like do Change quick animation afterwards. Yeah. Uh, when they shift to flash animation, that's when like you can tell they planned a beginning, middle, and end to episodes. Yeah. Uh, director's cut felt like an episode that uh, must. I tried to choose episodes that were uh, a showcase of the show, but are not necessarily my favorites. Okay. This one in particular, if you mention Hope Movies to a fan of the show, someone's going to sing, he is Franz Kafka. Franz Kafka, that's just the thing that happens. <laughs> it's a thing that I've watched happen. Is this from Home Movie Con that you go I to I don't go year? to a Home Movie Con, but okay. I've, like, in discussing favorite shows, if someone is familiar with the show, I feel like that is the touchstone uh-huh. of the show. Uh, director's Cut uh, is... I like. I think it used to annoy me how much people liked the episode, and then in rewatching it for this podcast, I was like, "No, there is some brilliance, uh, especially in the, in the like final third of the episode that I particularly admire." Uh huh. Um, so, when you guys discuss episodes of the show, do you just like <laughs> describe them and then no, thoughts? just like we go yeah, over things thoughts, that we enjoyed about thoughts it and feelings. Cool. Yeah, I've got many like one-liners about like. Uh, yeah, no. The this roast is what I put for the next one, where he starts roasting that kid at the party. Well, that is uh, not the episode notes. we're discussing. I know. Yeah. I'm just That's saying true. what my notes are <laughs> like. That is true. Jesus Christ, guys. John, you were gonna trick me, but you can't. <laughs> uh, much like home movies in the beginning, these are very improvised episodes that mm. we're talking out, and we can yeah. change things. You tried to scare around. me, but you you can't. Why are you always confrontational? <laughs> am I always confrontational? Is that yes. how I come off? Am yes. I confrontational? Is that what you think I am? Um, this is I over. think I'm more on this edge. Is over. I'm on edge the than I am. The coffee that I gave you? Is that no, why? I'm just oh, okay. a, like, I'm like. <laughs> is it this iced coffee? You yeah, bastard. I'm just, guys, I'm teetering. Like, I'm are... so close to like having a real freak out. Ugh. And I'm like, I'm honing it in. Y- y'all ain't never seen me freak out. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Dude, no, I, I, I have you. a yeah. little bit <laughs> at parties. I have. I have a question. Yes. Were you a fan of Dr. Katz? I've watched a decent amount of Dr. Katz. Uh, but I, woman? I would not call myself a fan because I found, I find the Squiggle Vision style of animation hard to watch. I did not. That was why I'm torn on this because <laughs> the first season I'm just like. Because there was yeah. also I forget the name of it. There was a Saturday Saturday morning cartoon yes, that there I was. that I think was ju- like it was like a judge and there was yeah it was like a legal procedural. It's a legal procedural, but it was a Saturday morning kids cartoon. We could look it up if we're allowed to look things up on the no, show. No, 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 not allowed. Uh, I watched a lot of that. I watched more of that than Doctor Katz. Yes, Doctor Katz. I think was a little too old for us whenever it came out. Yeah, yeah so I never watched. I that. would of the shows that circled this show, like Doctor Katz. Uh, John Katz, I believe is his name, voices Melissa's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, did Melissa's dad show up in the episodes I sent you? No. Okay, he, he's in the pilot, and then okay. shows up a decent amount. What I, what I think is interesting about Squiggle Vision and Dr. Katz and this show is, like, Squiggle Vision, people love it or hate it, but it allowed people to do... TV animation at a fraction of the cost. Yes. Yeah. And that's 
kind of a, a big deal. It's it's yeah. a it's a very important uh, piece of uh, for for both Adult Swim, even though it started at UPN. Yeah. But like Adult Swim did not have much of a budget for any of their original programming, nor did Comedy Central around the time that they made Dr. Katz happen. So like it was a kind of a revolutionary way to do animation on it was, a budget and have it be more about the writing. Right. Yeah. I mean, you in most of the episodes, you'll see a credit that's like additional material written by uh, Ishan Benjamin. Actors. Yeah. Uh, which is just For because the like, they kind of like let him loose. Yeah. And there are moments of, especially the director's cut episode where... Uh, you can tell it's improvised. Like, no yeah. Oh, yeah. script revision would allow for uh, Brendan to say that Dwayne is dead because, like, he's clearly not dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, like, but the moment you get that I especially love in this episode is when uh, there's, like, three Franz Kafka metamorphosis songs. And the whole episode features is essentially about Brendan uh, wants to make a, a, a movie where Louis Pasteur and Louis Braille... Uh, meet fictional, Louis, like Louis, two, Louis, and it's and yeah. it's truly just about uh, like the idea that two famous Frenchmen were named, named Louis. Louis. Yeah, uh, and instead he has the opportunity to make a music, uh, a rock opera for this yeah. uh, like Band? musical wonderkind named Dwayne, also voiced by Brendan Small, uh, but being forced to make creative decisions for someone else versus Brendan to he gets challenged, and then like that is the rough. Yeah, uh, and then his usual co-collaborators, Melissa and Jason, really want to do it. He doesn't. He wants to do Louis Louis, even if he has to on his own. He's just bitter about Jason it. He's just bitter. Is also voiced by Sean Benjamin. Oh, by Sean Benjamin. Yeah. Wait, who that is? makes more sense? Uh, Jason, the oh, best okay. friend character. Yeah. They redo his voice. Like they 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 do some modulation. Yeah. Uh, the one of the other notes that I wrote for this was uh, the music videos. <laughs> Are well cut but crazy. <laughs> They're insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I was appreciating. I'm like, well, these are this is directed really well. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's yeah. I was worried about this first episode. Uh, I, it had to be seen. I if if you had uh, suggested a watch order for the sure. show, I would not put it first. Sure, but it would be hard to put anything first season first. Sure. I'm gonna. I, here's my hot take. Yeah, I think I had the opposite reaction as John. Like I, I really like the earlier first season stuff because you can tell it's so improvised and uh-huh. it creates those weird organic moments. Yeah. And like, I know that it's lame to, mm-hmm. to find a character breaking, an actor or a character breaking funny. Like yeah. that, that's a very easy way. And the idea to, that that would be included in an animation. Too. Yes. Yeah. But like, yeah. there's something really fun about hearing Brendan lose it when, uh, John Benjamin is just like riffing like an insane person because yeah. it just feels genuine and fun. I mean, the the scene where there's a creative negotiation for the ultimate, uh, the titular director's cut, mm-hmm. uh, where Jason is acting as Brendan's like ad- agent manager and Melissa is representing Dwayne and they're negotiating I how to get love to it. a director's cut. You gotta cut. get the points. You and then Jason's, the, points. Yeah. the focus on points, all about the points. All about the points. Uh, is just so <laughs> silly. Yeah, uh, and then and when points. Melissa's like, "Fine, you can have seventeen points," and then we won. We got we more won. points. He's, seventeen to zero is a real. Whatever he says is so yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. I the love hate that I was talking about before was yeah. with this first episode and the squiggly animation sure. for it. Yeah. I mean, what, but it smoothed out after that, and I was fine with it. Literally, yeah. Smooth it out. But yeah. But just fine with it. 
Uh, it's I okay. I didn't love it. No, I'm not. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, the voice acting cast is great. Yeah. There are genuine, like, really great moments where I just, I laughed out loud at this, which doesn't always happen. And it's primarily when John H. Benjamin is let loose. Yeah. Uh, like, when he's running through a forest and being chased by people. Yes. Uh, There's or, a, yeah. yeah. He, yeah, he sometimes is, just let characters go insane, and it's so funny. The first scene of the pilot involves... Uh, which you guys didn't watch. No. But it's just, it's basically H. John Benjamin showing off his tattoos to Brendan. And one of them is like, you're just like, it's a cow because I like, I love that cheese, Brendan. I love that cheese. <laughs> and then another one on the chest is just the Chiquita, Chiquita Banana Lady. <laughs> and then he's just like, Brendan, don't live like me. There's these just great moments <laughs> of like, they do find what the scene is supposed to be about. Yeah. But there's often a long walk. Listen, I did love him. I, it felt like it was a little improvised where he starts hitting on what's-his-name's mom at the party. Oh, yeah. And then in the next episode, I'm just like, oh, this is great. Like, yeah. I feel like he felt the vibe of that. And he's just like, oh, hello. <laughs> uh, uh, should we jump into the party? Is there anything more about There's, there's plenty more. I know you could go on for hours so about So Director's Cut is the first episode of the <laughs> Adult Swim Run. Uh, run. Oh, like, okay. So they had had like a year and a half gap between uh-huh. being canceled. And what I don't know and could look up if I, I had to know is whether they just Please. were sitting on this. Please, just uh, look it and up then and waited a year and a half right to come now. out. Or whether they like were able to develop new episodes. In that time, they did get a new mom <laughs> character. I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Paula Poundstone was going through the, her legal stuff at that time, and that's mm. why they shifted <coughs> to that a new character. Um, Super bummer, because the mom's name is Paula. Yes, the mom's name is yeah. Paula. Well, I mean, they did that with everybody. They apparently just gave them their names. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's just easier. It's it easier. is yeah. It is easier. Uh, well, there's that much improv. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't have you guys watch Identifying a Body, right? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Sounds so uh, Sounds great. <laughs> it's great. What happens in it? It's so... <laughs> Uh, you don't need to. Uh, well, let me give some broad strokes. Okay. So the show tends to have whatever Brendan's project is about. It's not really. It's just. It's a. It's a usually the B story. Mm-hmm. The movie being made is the B story, and it reflects whatever is happening in the A story. Because really, the movies that Brendan is making are his way of processing his own trauma. Yeah, he's not handling his divorced parents, like being separated all that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of season one involves him like winning a student academy award for a, a project called Fat Her, which is really just the word father split up. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, it ends with him re- finally being able to receive a phone call from his uh, dad, who he hasn't seen in years, based on whatever. Who plays his father? The reason we did not watch a an episode involving <clears throat> the father storyline from season Uh-oh. two is uh, Con- oh, a problematic actor. The father is played by Louis, Louis C.K. C.K. I was going to say the only uh, like actor of that like generation. So here's the yeah, thing. I sense. watched a lot of episodes because they happen to be in my DVD player mm-hmm. prior to this episode. I think it falls into like the parks and rec camp of like, uh, with Aziz, with uh, no, or no separate who, uh, or with on. let me finish, Louis John. You love to jump the gun. What do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it makes I have a harder time watching the Dave Returns episode of Parks and Rec because Michael Schur has admitted when he made that episode he knew the rumors about Louis versus yeah. like the early season two storyline with Louis. It's like we didn't know, and I don't want to mm-hmm. let him ruin a thing I love. And the same thing is true here. <clears throat> 
like this was 2002 Louis and like he might have been problematic then mm-hmm. uh, with his behavior but also like I'm not gonna let him ruin this thing I love mm-hmm. and he's not a creator on this he is just a voice and he's playing a bad dad yeah this is maybe like too too cold and calculating of a way to think about it but I what, when thinking about this sort of stuff like can you separate a disgusting person from the stuff that they make I I for me, it boils down to money, where I'm like, he's not making anything off of me watching these DVDs, so I feel okay watching these DVDs. And I'm not watching them for him. <laughs> I'm watching it for everyone else. Okay. Okay. How do you feel, John? Uh, I'll let you know once we uh, listen to this. Uh, we're going to play Thriller right now, and then we're going to come back. Oh, God. <laughs> oh okay. See, that I don't feel good about. Yeah. Because, like... <laughs> Again, were you going to say spoilers? I hate to, no, no, I was going to say specifically like okay. like now in the streaming world where like uh, the MJ estate or whoever makes money off of it, they do make money if you listen to MJ on Spotify, and I don't feel yeah. good about that. I know that's but why if you I sing it alone to yourself that's in a fine. room. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Listen. TV tunes. <laughs> oh my God! Is that a Michael Jackson song? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for equating our theme song with the King of Pop. Well, just we, like we do not condone Michael. I'm only equating it with songs. <laughs> listen, this is why I only download and listen to music uh, for problematic people off of LimeWire, uh, and I'm I just it, use it that yeah. way. Yeah, go yeah. to town. As long as I'm stealing from them. Yeah, yeah. Season one very loose. Let's hop into season two. <laughs> season two. Uh, the the first party. couple of episodes, they're getting a footing on having a beginning, middle, and end with stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character, the bully, two, episode five for the party. that is for the party. But I'm just yeah. like, I really want to talk about identifying sure. a body for one second. Sure, go ahead. Because uh, like, I'm glad it didn't show. Because I'm like, it made me feel like, oh, this is a favorite for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I rewatched it last night, and I really only love it. Uh, Coach McGurk's. Uh, uncle dies, and, and Brendan is collecting money for a walkathon. His mom gives him fifty bucks. They end up spending it. Uh, him and the coach together spend it in this really fun montage, uh, and then they end up going to a morgue together. And uh, John McGurk looks at his uncle Pedro and uh, <laughs> later says, "Like, remember when I introduced you to my uncle?" Oh, uh, but there's a scene where the two of them are hanging out on the hood of. Uh, Coach McGurk's car, which you guys saw in the Bye Bye Greasy episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking up at the stars, and uh, McGurk says to Brendan, Brendan, when you're adult, this is going to disturb you. And then Brendan says, like, I'm pretty sure I'm disturbed now. <laughs> and it's just, that that's the show. Yeah. It's uh, just like, uh, McGurk doesn't realize who he is, and Brendan is processing trauma. Mm-hmm. That's the show. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. The uh, spiritual shows connected to home movies. You got Dr. Katz before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the I would say the sp- spiritual successful show afterwards would be Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Because Lauren Bouchard that. moved on. H. John Benjamin's there. You got some old pals showing up now and again. Eugene Merman. Eugene Merman. Yeah. yeah. I also remember at the time thinking it was so weird that the guy behind home movies went on to make Metalocalypse and I was like how like those are the most different yeah. shows I yes. could think of but now like looking back at how much music is in yeah. home movies and uh, how much he likes truly batshit bonkers uh, not just like music video moments but yeah. just like like wacky plot points it, it makes sense looking back I want to like Metalocalypse so much more than I do and I should return to it 
give uh, it another chance. Just to give it another chance, because I remember, I think I was just afraid of. It's just very different. I was afraid of metal music when I was a teen, guys. Yeah. Well, you should have. Someone been. told me it'll, about Cannibal Corpse, and I was like, "No, thank you." It'll put you on the devil. Yeah, and that's no, how you that's get not why. It's just the album. Anyone? For, hey, I dare anyone to go look in a uh, Cannibal Corpse album cover and not get scared. <laughs> wow, Challenge strong accepted. feelings about yeah. that. Uh, we can jump into the party. Jesus That's all the Christ. things I want to say. <laughs> are, are y'all uh, having fun? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm having a real blast. What you, were, what you were saying, though, about how it's a show, <clears throat> excuse me, show about uh, dealing with trauma, The I feel like the whole concept of it focusing on <laughs> what it's like to be a uh, child raised by a single parent, that sort of f- fades to the background significantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of more, it like I would say that like the coach, the relationship with between Brendan and Coach sort of takes center stage, where it's like this is a fucked up adult. Yeah, it's a really unhealthy yeah. surrogate father situation. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode no. in season two called Pizza Club that really highlights uh, the the vulnerability and insecurity that McGurk has about his relationship with Brendan when he finds out that Brendan and his dad have a pizza club together and then tries to join. Ah. That's really funny. This feels like a precursor relationship to, like, the, like in spirit to the one from Big Mouth between uh, Manzukis and the... Nick Kroll is the coach character. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in the oh, last yeah. season. Another creepy coach. Yeah. That is a creepy coach. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I like this coach more. Yeah, no, you should. I love this coach. This Although, coach. yeah, uh, Nick Kroll as that character was my favorite part of that entire season. And H. John Benjamin's my favorite part of this entire show. I'm going to be honest. He is. The, he's. He's. <clears throat> this is a. Jo- this is a showcase for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, do you guys know a lot about Bob's Burgers? I've watched every episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Go on. What, what do you want to say, jo- John? No, you I got mean, a clip I in your eye. I didn't know that it... Uh, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that they, it was the same creator, but it makes sense because I ended up hearing uh, with the amount of music in this... Um, that he like for don't they write a song for There's every at least episode? One song every episode. Is it for like royalties? There's I, a benefit <laughs> with I believe ASCAP, where okay. if you have a song every episode, that's just another way of generating revenue. But he also in talk, I've heard Lauren Bouchard talk about like it's just fun to yeah. have a song in every episode. I thought it was funny to that just makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm just putting. Yeah, I don't together. know if there was ever a rift between the two of them because, sure. like, he clearly uh, wants to have a song in every episode. But I don't think Brendan Small. Brendan Small's had like two uh, small characters in Bob's Burgers. I don't think he writes the music for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he like adopted like a need a want. So many yeah. movies plots involve music in some way. I thought that was just cool. It is cool. It's also Thank you. one of the few... The music segments, I think, are one of the main moments in these shows where they take advantage of the medium of animation. Where yeah. They, they get a little more stylized and crazy with it. So, I mean, certainly on a show like Bob's Burgers that has a bit more of a budget, they get real crazy with their music stuff. Yeah. And yeah. It's a lot of fun. But but same same here with home movies, I think. I started appreciating it more in the next episode that we are going to talk about, but we, we'll get to that one. Jump in the gun over uh, here. But for Party... Oh, oh. <clears throat> party was I thought was we were um, finally going to get to no. the party. Yeah, no, we're on the party right I'm now. I'm a big fan of... Um, 
Jason. I almost called him Jordan. Uh, I think Jason is maybe my favorite character. Yeah. yeah. Really? Uh, maybe over a coach. Yeah. Just because he is truly so weird, nonsensical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, every character is suffering. Every yeah. character, yeah. Every character is dealing in their own way and, and weird in their own way. Like it's and I what I like about the like every character has these flaws and they're moving on anyways. Like Melissa single dad, Jason mm-hmm. absentee parents in other episodes we find out that like they're just rich parents who go on vacations all the time and leave him to his own devices. Uh there's Brendan's a... mom can't uh, like is just struggling like wants love but can't find it. Mm-hmm. Coach McGurk uh, has all the confidence in the world but isn't really capable of much. Yeah. Mister Lynch, same thing, wants love but can't find it. Like all these characters just want these things that they're never going to have, and yet they move on. They're anyways. improv characters. Yeah, they're improv characters. Uh, so yeah, the party. Yeah, and Jason. Party. Jason is great. Jason. Uh, this is a real Jason showcase. Oh, yeah. that side like love story, addiction story uh, between him and Melissa was insane. Yeah, yeah, and I loved that. There's so it's got much. some great "Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf" moments. <laughs> uh, I did like, like her he throwing him in the back of the cab, <laughs> like take him away. Puts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he puts his chocolate cover. So in yeah. the episode. Brendan is asked to make a video for this annoying kid Fenton. named Fenton, voiced by Sam Cedar, mm-hmm. who is a 2020 Libertarian presidential candidate. Really? Yeah. Okay, Sam. Holy yeah, shit. he's been a like political commentator for a while. He also voices Hugo on uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's like the health inspector. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so... Fenton's an annoying brat who's having a birthday party. Brendan doesn't want to go, but then is asked to make a video, and that becomes his gift. Uh, Fenton is the fucking worst. Yeah, he shows uh, up a lot. Uh, yeah. He's a good uh, foil. Yeah. Because, like, Brendan, there's a lot of maturity that these kids mm-hmm. voiced by adult actors have. Yeah. And Fenton does feel more like a, what children are like. Yeah. yeah. Very much. An actual shitty kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just like, why is he roasting this kid in this video? (laughs) I'm just like, okay, he might be shitty. And then we get to the party and see what Fenton's actually like. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, yeah. Just more roasting because fuck this kid. Yeah. So the A story is Brendan making a video for Fenton. The B story is Jason. (laughs) Being uh, addicted to candy. Has like a real candy problem. And Melissa is dealing with Jason gets a little out of control. Like... They do treat Candy like Jason just is having a bender. Were they oh. supposed to be dating in that episode? They are never dating. Okay. But, like, there is... Well, she I think kept it's being loud like, for the Virginia Woolf sort yeah. of dynamic that occurs Well, there. that's why I was confused, because she's just like, you're embarrassing me. Because like, they're friends. I, I get that, but I didn't know if it was more than that, and I'm only watching five episodes, so I didn't know if that was like a... John, there are 47 more episodes for you to watch. Yeah, I know that. And it. I didn't oh, know if also, the... Also, ep- I believe... Oh, fuck you both. I believe, uh, I believe you're as fine. of fuck this you, moment, <laughs> the which entire David? first season is you know which one streaming for free on the adult swim website it is i believe so okay yeah it's well, not the episode i'd encourage people to watch but which is oh this one the season the, you mean yeah yeah I, th- I think season two is the most consistent season mm. but it is the one that has the most i think all louis ck time magazine says it's one of the funniest sitcoms anywhere on television where'd you get yeah. that info 
the back of the DVD. <laughs> uh, can we talk about how crazy those fucking twins are? Oh, yeah, that's uh, why. The, that's yeah, I got questions, guys. Uh, <laughs> so the, those are the spiritual... Uh, uh, those characters are like what Andy and Ollie are like on Bob's Burgers oh, to you're me. right. I never yeah. made this connection before. Yeah. It's very... So Andy, so Andy and Ollie are voiced by... Uh, the Silverman sisters, Laura and Sarah Silverman, and they are, uh, they're Andy and Ollie Pesto on Bob's Burgers. Oh, the uh, kids from the, the Pesto, like the weird okay. twins. And theirs is uh, just this insane. The one with the twin butt dynamic. The one with the butt. What's his name? The one with the butt, Jimmy Pesto. Yeah, that's oh, okay. his old. Their older brother. Okay. It's uh, been a while since I watched Bob's it's, Burgers. It's okay. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Thank you. I still recommend it. Uh, I don't doubt it. And then, but Walter and Perry, I think, are voiced by Brendan and H. John Benjamin. And, in, like, they're just these two young boys who love each other. But so they, they, funny. They never, like, they are clearly going to have a, a gay wedding in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> uh, and it's not, like, the the their, like, clear homosexual relationship is not played for laughs beyond the fact that they're just weirdo kids. Yeah. They're dressed in, like, business suits. Uh, Did they ask if they could shower together upstairs or go to the bathroom together? Go to the bathroom together. But yeah. that's just because they don't like being separated. <laughs> yeah. I, There's a whole field trip episode where uh, they throw a hissy fit when they can't be together, and then uh, Mr. Lynch just lets them be together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, that was where my ears perked up. Where yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, I looked away at my phone for a second, and I heard just like, "Can we go to the bathroom together?" I said, yeah. "What's going on? What just happened?" The yeah. other advantage of watching the episode you guys didn't watch because I had to narrow it down to five mm-hmm. in the identifying a body episode. I'm pretty sure is where they get introduced, mm-hmm. and they're out on a soccer field, and they're cold, and they just start hugging each other, <laughs> and they're screaming, "We're hugging! We don't care!" Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> This show's crazy. Uh, um, it's crazy, yeah. But that fuck. Oh god, John H. Benjamin fucking his you mom. Just, I hate. To okay, the coach. You. Yes. Uh, okay. You the keep coach. saying John it's H. H. John Benjamin. Benjamin. Okay, it, I'm sorry. I, like it shouldn't bother me. I'm it really dyslexic. Should. There's nothing wrong I with it. I prefer the name John Moore. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Wow. Saying that to wow. two Davids that yeah. are in front of I, me. I'm trying to be as like kind about this as possible. So but John it is, H. Benjamin it is, comes out. It's like nails on a All right. chalkboard. So, all right. So the coach. You're hurting me, John. I, thank God. That's my purpose in life. <laughs> Uh, every time you and I are around each other, I feel like we become contentious a little bit. Uh, but I, I we're good friends. I don't think that's my fault. I think it's our I don't fault. think I'm contentious. Uh, I can't stand to be around other Chicagoans is what it is. Um, but when Coach like has that flirtatious moment with the mom, that... With I, uh, Truly Muley? Yeah. Yeah, Trudy Muley. Yeah. Trudy. Uh, just seeing that relationship and him show up and He's, like... Coach McGurk... <laughs> Talk about being invited Gets to invited to the party. Ugh. He's an adult being invited to a eight or nine because they're fourth graders. It feels good to be asked. Yeah, it feels uh, good to be asked to a party. <laughs> Does show up with beer. Yeah, there's a clown. The clown. <laughs> uh, he gets rid of him. He was like, "I'll pay you forty bucks if you just stop." Oh, I didn't think you would After, say yes. And then he didn't think you'd say yes. And then Coach McGurk just does. He's a soccer coach, so he's doing tricks with the soccer ball. I don't know if they're tricks if he just puts, puts it, behind it behind his, his back. back. It's just, uh, and it's, and so that, it's also it's just the coach's big mouth, like getting yeah. himself in trouble. Like he's, he but, does, when faced with the consequences, he's just like, I'll roll with it, but 
but once stuck. once he gives that like strong male like uh you know uh authority over fucking Fenton, yeah, uh the mom just perks up and she's just like, Oh yeah, fuck you, Fenton, go to your room. The yeah. mom is so funny. Who's the voice of the mom? I don't know off the top of my what? head. That's the first thing I don't know. Oh my there's god. Some, there's yeah. some moment where Brandon is you like, can look it up if you want like, to. Yeah. I don't want to make this video. She's like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She cl- keeps calling them video films. Video films. Please don't call it that. That's yeah. not what it's called. It's really funny. It's like when someone calls an actor on the show John H. Benjamin. Wow. Get off my podcast. Get off your podcast? <laughs> yeah. How many minutes in are we before this happened? Uh, 39. That's impressive. I wanted I to do it in the... I was going to yeah. do it in the first five <laughs> uh yeah brendan makes this roast video gets embarrassed to show because he realizes what a loner kid fenton is yeah tries to show him being a decent person fails at that because fenton also does some... it in his birthday suit too in the roast uh yes. which threw me off just well, like i oh, did like the moment joke. with his mom where he's like someone said i should go in my birthday suit and, and she just starts laughing it's just an earnest <laughs> yeah. moment of improv i think it's improv because it's just like who told you that? Yeah. Also, I loved yeah. it that he did. He does the roast with like the little sensor thing on him. Yeah, but the <clears throat> camera is only like the top of his head because he has it like badly. I think like, that's a good directing move on Lauren <clears throat> Bouchard's part. Like mm-hmm. Brendan gets so excited about this that he doesn't frame his own shot well. Yeah, if I I'm going it. to interpret the choices as the a director choices, yourself yeah. and as uh, you know the main character of this as, TV show, more than a, as someone who's watched this <laughs> show twenty times. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and we can tell from how well worn these DVDs are. Uh, I'm impressed. I love them so much. Yeah, I, I know felt like did. I was carrying a nuclear football here with those in the bag. <laughs> are they that According dangerous? to the Los Angeles Times, it's a cult favorite home run. Jesus Christ. <laughs> John, hear that? 47 more episodes of a cult favorite home, home run. run. Okay. TB Tunes. God damn that callback. <laughs> Still solid every time. <laughs> I think people are going to love hearing me say that. Oh, I I'm can... getting into singing, boys. I can... oh, are yeah. you? I just, like, I'm not embarrassed anymore. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. No, I, I could tell from your podcast because I've heard you sing. You sang on my episode when I came on for Chestnuts. Oh yeah, I, and I, that threw Winston off. That threw yeah, him off so much. Roasting on an open flame. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you gotta sing that when you're talking about Chestnuts. Yeah. Obviously. Um, yeah, that's the the party. So yeah, season two. I didn't want to feature. I don't want to get into a whole discussion about Louis C.K., but we got there anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, say the party was my favorite episode out of all of these. That I makes sense like. to me. It's the one where like the making of home movies features really well into the plot. It's not the only one, but it makes sense here. I wouldn't in my for my taste. I don't think it's the best Fenton episode. That would be season uh, three, episode one, Shore Leave, where each uh, one of the three <laughs> kids has to separate for a night, and then they all get back together. But Brendan has a sleepover with Fenton, and let's just say. It does not go well. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. Interesting. Yeah. He, let's just say Brendan didn't want to go on the sleepover in the first place, but his mom, Paula, thought it would be a good idea. You're just using that st- stereo and that microphone as much as you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm bouncing around. Side. Yeah. Uh, Listen, it sounds like an episode I should watch because it's the best Fenton episode. I, would, I think what? it is. Okay, I'm yeah. borrowing these DVDs. 
You're uh, never getting them back. No, you you can't keep these. Watch them online. <laughs> watch these they online. are all super readily available yeah. online. Uh, John, just watch them online. All right. Calm down. Jesus If Christ. you want to come over and watch the commentary tracks, that's fine. I'm just going to hold these for the rest no, of the episode. Please, stop. Oh, God. Because oh, <laughs> like, you're already mad at me. You want you to kick me off at minute you, 39? You shouldn't have pissed me off. It's now they, I'm holding them hostage. Uh, uh, the Renaissance? Yes. So my reason for picking this episode... The party is just like another classic. This tends to be a lot of people's favorites. The uh-huh. Renaissance, the next three are more like f- kind of favorites of mine, but I think they're just the best of their season. Uh-huh. And I think the this episode and then the next two in season four are the ones I'd probably watch the most. I really like this one. I love this one. It was really good. Um, and I did love Patton Oswald in it. Yeah. Pat yeah. Oswalt plays a they must be, Renfair weirdo named Helmet. They must be <laughs> pitching him up, right? Yes. Yeah. They must be doing some similar pitching to the way they do Jason. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the kid, uh, Mr. Lynch, is the county uh, person in charge of all medieval activity, and he has all the kids be in charge, like play roles at the Renfair that day, and there happens to be a sci-fi convention next door mm-hmm. uh jason wants to be a part of the sci-fi convention uh melissa is playing a maiden mm-hmm. uh brendan is king arthur and then helmet is voiced by uh pat oswald just like a Renfair weirdo trying to prevent the sci-fi convention from influencing the events of the mm-hmm. Renfair, and then fenton reappears as dr neptune <laughs> uh which is he's just Excited to be at the sci-fi convention. He calls himself Captain Neptune later on. Like, yes. I thought it was Doctor. It's like Doctor Neptune. That'll <laughs> happen. Uh, like uh, in the camp great. episode in one of the songs, they say the name of the camp wrong. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's so stupid. Uh, so like that. Uh, what I admire about the show and the thing I could never do for myself is like not fix those errors. They're okay with yeah. putting imperfection out there, which is admirable. Um, it was great. Uh. Perry and Walter are the brothers? Uh, Walter and Perry are best friends. Okay. Their love is okay. Okay. Uh, Not not brothers. Not questionable the way it is on Bob's Burgers. Okay. I wrote down they want to fuck. Uh, they, uh, they probably, but they're so innocent. No, yeah, no, that's the yeah. thing. Like, I, I mean, you, they, they might not know what they are. Well, I thought they were brothers, so they're like, not brothers. That's what I understand. Maybe I heard that wrong. I don't think they are. I hope not. I don't think they are. Probably I not. Hope, I honestly hope not. I think, I think, I thought that they said that they were brothers because I was half. I told you I was half paying attention when they showed up in the party. Yeah. And then it just why were you half this. paying attention to? Because it was hard to get into. I'm sorry. It's a, <laughs> but, but I it's do your enjoy podcast. I understand that. I, yeah, David, look. get him in trouble. <laughs> get him in trouble with I've who? Tried. The principal? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> I like this episode. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Pat Oswalt in the background. Do you like it because there was sci-fi stuff? Because it was like nerd theme. You found something to attach yourself to. Wow. Oh my god! Wow. Shots fired. Yeah, I do you. like the moment where where <laughs> Brendan is like, the sci-fi convention is where a bunch of nerds go to buy expensive nerd toys, and she's yeah. like, oh, you mean the one you went to last year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did write down Renfair talking down to people. I did enjoy. At the beginning of this, yeah, uh, that car ride was great. Um, car, like where uh, Jason's like allergic to coffee. Yeah. And also, the idea that kids are getting coffee. Yeah. Uh, so 2019. Yeah. And um, Jason being like 
weirdly prickly and them calling him out on it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, could we stop for something? Yeah. <laughs> they swing by Yum Yum Donuts, and now in my life I've been to a Yum Yum, yum, yum Donuts mm-hmm. uh, when I watched this the first time. Didn't know those were a real thing. A real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that was exciting and potentially th- places a location for this otherwise locationless show. Uh, yeah. Uh, when I did watching this, there were a few episodes where it started off on the soccer field and I'm just like, does this always start off on the soccer it field? It often does. The pilot does. <laughs> the, yeah. the last episode of the show does. Uh-huh. Uh, it often returns. This episode, I also want it like this, this in camp, the next episode we're going to talk about, uh, like I like when the show gets away from its form but mm-hmm. also this episode i think is one of the few where there is no movie uh-huh. there's a show but oh, there's yeah. no like brendan's not making a movie in this one brendan has a performance well he's directing the show i guess not a little really. bit i mean he's directed a show in bye bye greece this is one of the few where there's like there's no movie there's no camera out yeah uh I guess. the camera is usually how brendan solves or realizes his foibles <clears throat> yeah it's a good point yeah. i didn't think about that there's no that makes sense there's no damn camera in this damn yeah. episode also, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite jokes from this episode was Coach uh, talking to, is it the principal? Who's uh, the no, wizard? Mr. Lynch, uh, in one episode, he was the principal, but for the most part, he is Brendan's teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, when he's talking, because he hires uh, the coach to, to be, be the, the blacksmith, blacksmith, and then he <laughs> throws up, and I think yeah. on Adult Swim, they couldn't legally show Heaven throw up, up so yeah. he like throws up out of frame I did like that but I also loved when he's just like saying an Elizabethan voice and he says it in a, in just, a high-pitched, <laughs> in woman's, high-pitched voice. woman's voice and I just started laughing just like oh man he also it's, has a funny line where he's like don't drink before the day before Renaissance Fair drink to during, during Renaissance, Renaissance Fair like he, that's what you should do he hit that kid it was great. Yeah. <laughs> he attacks that kid and the other one's just impressed <laughs> just like, like wow Coach McGurk is not a functional alcoholic. Oh no, he's, he's just an alcoholic. Yeah, he's uh, he's a true piece of shit, but like so <laughs> yeah. funny to watch. Yeah, the idea that like the only thing that's like not believable about the show is that like he's held his coaching job yeah. for four seasons. <laughs> yeah, because he like lives out of his car. Uh, uh, he endangers he is kids. A mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this episode did highlight um, how you were talking about the. Um, like the production for the music. Yeah. Uh, I especially, like you said that they could go a little bit crazy with the animation. And I felt that way when they had the dragon that they were lowering down from mm. the ceiling. Just like, what the fuck is with that dragon's face? He's so happy. Uh, and then they yeah. beat the shit out of that dragon. Well, the dragon's just like a kid in a costume. Yeah. No, I love that. A voiceless I, kid in a costume. And they pummel him. They and do. And it just made me laugh so hard. Yeah. This is uh, another episode that features Dwayne, who probably shows up in... Uh, some half and more than half a dozen of the episodes. Yeah, good use of Dwayne. Good fight with Mr. Lynch. Brendan Small's voice in the kidney was just like, "We get paid up front." And he's like, "No, you no, don't. <laughs> we get paid Cash up front." Up front? <laughs> no, just, yeah. Uh, oh my God, the coach shouting, "Burn him alive!" Uh, <laughs> when <laughs> the teacher is just trying to like get rid of him. Yeah, and he takes his cell phone. That's like, the smartest thing that I've. <laughs> Just, just like well, he's a witch. Yeah, <laughs> burn him alive. And real... two people with fucking torches that yeah. just walk into frame. There's a real rivalry between Mr. Lynch and yeah. Coach McGurk that shows up in a number of episodes. They are romantic rivals for a nurse. They like mm-hmm. chase her affection. They like really don't like each other. So it's it's so bizarre to me that 
the only thing I don't find believable about this episode is that Mr. Lynch would ask uh, to, McGur- to play a blacksmith for the important wizard and the blacksmith scene we never see. <laughs> yeah. Like the idea that he would, like he knows <laughs> Coach McGurk. It is a bad idea to... Uh, you learn your lines, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. bad idea to like trust him to do anything. Anything? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, oh man, you make a good point there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but love love the the narrative dynamics that sets up the fact that uh, <laughs> there's a good scene with Brendan and McGurk in this episode mm-hmm. where he sends him to go get a burger, I believe. Oh yeah, that was great. Uh, it's, it's right there. Yeah, <laughs> just like we're in medieval times. It's, it's like here's four dollars. Go and give me a double burger. Yeah. It's like, do you want one? <laughs> just uh, it was great. I think there's a good scene. It's, I think it's in the pilot. Like Brendan is often running errands for yes, Coach I was going to yeah. say this is because not the, in the first. pilot. Yeah, no, he's I don't know if it was there was. A, a scene where it's like, do you guys watch a scene where he gets coffee from McGurk? It was the that was in the first episode that we watched. That was in Kafka. That uh, was in yeah. Director's Cut. Yeah. So I didn't uh, remember if it was in the pilot or in this. Oh so yeah. That scene. He's he's just talking about like. Oh yeah. He's just you, you want you hazelnut. <laughs> yeah. You used to like uh, vanilla. Vanilla. It was a weird phase latte. I was yeah. going through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like and hazelnut, and he says, "I yeah. knew it." Uh, yeah. yeah. It was, they, they it's lo- a good dynamic. They love each other. I like it. And. It's yeah. a funny, I feel like it's a true specific of, like, w- the way an adult shouldn't treat a kid, but you s- but it's definitely happened a lot. Like, yeah. like just yeah. being like, you do errands for me <laughs> because I'm older than you. Right. That scene felt very improvised, just like all of Patton Oswalt's lines oh when God. he's in the background just ordering from stalls. Yeah, yeah. when he orders uh, a fresh... The uh, wand? Like they, he, he wants a specific wand and then I think he's ordering a fried scroll I believe yep. something yep. like that uh, yeah. so and that's like is that just like they fried a piece of paper I certainly hope possibly so. yeah. uh, Patton Oswald is the man to hire for the job of uh, nerdy Renfair n- yeah like nerdy rambling <laughs> I mean, improvised rants yeah. about you could, uh, not to bring Parks and Rec back up but that's also a show I love and there's a great YouTube video of him doing the rant in his episode the of Star show. Wars Marvel. Star Wars rant, where he an unbroken eight and a half improvised yeah. monologue and it's great. It's amazing to watch and also in like topical news, a woman read that entire thing while she was filibustering her own like this past week. Really? She did it at her own like That's at her uh, own city council. Yeah, yeah, she filibustered with that same thing. Hell yeah. Uh, she is a hero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love Pat Oswalt's rants, but I also love that pig's head at the end of this episode. The pig's head's great. Which the, was so crazy. The, the show itself buttons itself well, and a lot uh-huh. of episodes do a good buttoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they go for jokes at the end, it doesn't always land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's my favorite episode, but like the ending of the Identifying a Body episode does not work. No, uh, it's not a it's not a clean landing. Uh, okay, because McGurk inherits a sausage. Uh, what from <laughs> Uncle Pedro? He was a very they call him a sausageier. Okay, uh, and uh, he ends up frying up the sausage. He tried to sell it to a sausage purveyor <laughs> who did not want it. Uh, Big surprise. <laughs> and then he grill he fries it up, says it's good, and then the sausage purveyor was only in a thirty second scene. Is there? It's like. And it's doing the Brendan Small weirdo voice, and he's just like, "Save some for me," and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't work. It's too not well. a clean landing the yeah, way this one that is. That sounds like one yeah. of the byproducts of 
uh, improvising an episode. And yes. Sometimes yeah. you don't always stick the landing. Yeah. Though the like the I do they do a lot of endings like they do in the party where like it just kind of peters out in the conversation and like a oh, rising music swells. Yeah. That works. I did feel like this was the first episode where I felt like they don't or they sort of shove Melissa to the back it's a little too not much. The best. There are better Melissa episodes. I do yeah. like that she's the mole though. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Jason says something like, Oh, okay, uh, 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 girl power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a lot of shooting her down. Like Bye Bye Grease had that too, where it just I saw that I'm just like, Oh, okay. It's it was not a little weird. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but there are moments of sweetness when, like, Melissa gets a boyfriend in one episode and the way the guys look out for her in, like, a yeah. non-toxic masculinity way. Uh, I want to talk about the final episode. I know you guys didn't watch Focus Grill. Uh-huh. But, like, Melissa, there, there's a lot that goes on with Melissa where it's, like, they want to be helpful for her. But what Melissa craves is maternal attention. And there's a great scene with Brendan's mom and Melissa in that episode because she's mm-hmm. putting on so much makeup. Yeah. And the two of them talk about... They're really not a good fit for a maternalistic relationship because Melissa's like, why don't you date Mrs. Small? And then, like, they get into it in that way. Uh-huh. Uh, they're good friends. They're just not... They're also young boys where they're close friends as a girl, which is not necessarily... They're prepubescent. Like, it's somewhat common, but I remember yeah. a lot of kids growing up where that was the case. Mm-hmm. And they handle it relatively... They're growing. Well, there was the... In the in director's cut, there was that sort of, like... Uh, it couldn't tell if it was like friendship rivalry or him like feeling a romantic a interest. Jealous. Yeah. Because yeah. she was so interested in the musician. Yes. And he's just like, well, he's not like, ta- like, I'm the talented one. And that spurns him or that just fuels him to like try and direct it and make it his own. That happens with like Melissa's boyfriend in another one of those episodes. I would say it's more akin to a feeling uh, jealous friend. It's a jealous friend, a creative partnership thing. Uh, a Paul McCartney towards a Stu Sutcliffe and John Lennon relationship. We've all been there. Yeah. Definitely. Where it's like, I just want my creative friend back. Yeah. There's no romantic feelings necessarily, though. Though, who I'd, knows? If I'd, we go back I'd read to that them ero- now. I'd read that erotic fanfic. Have you? Of John and Paul. Have you? No, I'm not that into <laughs> erotic fan fiction. I'm just saying. I don't know. But I'd you are. It. But you are into this show. For it. There's a market for it, and I'm it. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's jump into camp. Uh, yeah, so, uh, this is, these next two episodes are probably my two, yeah, I just love these two episodes. These kick off season four. Camp takes place at Camp Campingston Falls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> it features... This opening with the coach is bonkers. Oh, my first note is, what is happening? <laughs> they take some real, uh, swings. Can you break this down for us? Uh, so... McGurk goes on uh, a wilderness retreat with the quote unquote quote end quote. We that would be you. a good spot for an edit, boys. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Your stupidity is you are, highlighted you are right there. A lot. <laughs> uh, they're called the Crywalkers. The Crywalkers. So it's just God. like a spiritual retreat for men. Yeah. Uh, um, and they just like, go into the woods and cry. I like them <laughs> a lot because they're like they're almost. A healthier version of Coach, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, they're definitely cut from the same cloth, and they're like maybe finding a better way to deal with everything that Coach deals with. And part of it too is like they're seeking healthy male adult yeah. relationships, which McGurk gets at the unhealthily. 
with Brendan. Yeah. yeah. And they're like trying so hard to like be manly about these touchy-feely things. Like they're almost getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're almost there. It's a little bit off though. Yeah. I mean, these are men who are like told to be vulnerable and probably take it too far. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, they're in the woods. They like uh, create Chase. nicknames. And the chasing of McGurk is insane. Yeah. yeah. But that's like, these are spurned men who don't know how to deal with these new feelings they've brought up. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, Melissa, and Jason go to a creative arts camp and McGurk happens to be in the woods. It is insane that those storylines cross. Uh, they've <laughs> they really worked hard to make McGurk be in the woods near yeah. a camp. I did love the whole, like, you guys get get inside, there's a crazy man in the woods. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, them coming to warn them? And, oh, man. Although I was on the same page as the band, apparently, because I wrote down, this song sucks for the welcome song. Oh, well, until they... <laughs> until they're just like, this song sucks. Let's make our let's sing our own song Yeah, that we so have. the two music counselors, uh, mm-hmm. Brendan, Melissa, and Jason, end up joining Rabbit Troop. There is a Rabbit sea Troop story. Sucks. Rabbit yeah. Troop sucks. Everyone Rabbit at the camp sucks. hates them. Thank like, you. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, basically, the whole episode deals with, like, they went to this creative arts camp expecting to, like, be admired and then find out that they are not admired by this particular group of people and it's their acceptance that like we don't need validation from these counselors the craft service person yeah they uh, turn on, into goonies yeah yes. on batman and That's robin such and a funny monologue when he's talking about craft services it's so funny <laughs> So that's and, what do you do if you run into James Cameron? Yeah, <laughs> you bring just bring, like you talk about meatballs because yeah. he loves meatballs. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that guy's was... a health nut. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, that so the weird. the the directing counselors played by Itron Benjamin, the acting counselor is played by Brendan. Mm. So mean. Just like yeah. Jason gives a monologue, it's just like horrible, yeah, yeah. bad. Uh, can yeah. we talk about that headhunter costume? That I wrote that down because that was what Jason was wearing. Yes, of his like scene that he was performing. I'm just like, what is going on? He's yeah. holding a shrunken head. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we never see the scene. It's just no. a good visual joke. The yeah. camp, the music counselors, oh. are voiced by the uh, the two guys, and they might be giants. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh my god. So that's just like a fun. So like. Like it's the camp, so it's also moment. like why it's like they probably didn't have the, they probably were cool to hang out. I'm sure those guys are a blast, but it's like they do sing the camp name wrong. Yeah, uh, they call it Camp Campington Falls in the song, and it's a great song. That's really funny. What's the uh, real name? Camp Campington, because they Campingston. say it throughout the. But like the fact that they How like they? they don't nail it throughout. How like they dare they? To get a second take. Is <laughs> this episode has like so many songs that on a handful of them they just fade. To black, right? And the, feels, the rabbit troop sucks. Song and it just feels fades too quick because I'm like, wait, I want to hear more of that song. Welcome <laughs> to hell, kind of just fades out. Uh, uh, that was great. Yeah, I love that so much. Uh, uh, and I was just like, this escalated so quickly. It's uh, a really. I'm glad they just called out everybody on yeah. their bullshit. It's a really well written episode too, because like they, there's not often a sea story. Melissa is a clear sea story. She like says she doesn't like swimming, is forced to try to swim. Has a nightmarish freak out and then We're, like has to swim in the climactic third yeah. act. That swimming to teacher save, to save coach. Oh yeah. god, with the marshmallows. Have these marshmallows gone bad? Uh, yeah, I yeah. She like... floats on a bag of marshmallows to go get yeah. coach. It's great. I oh god, that teacher who was trying to get her to swim was 
crazy. That's nuts. the acting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, teacher voiced by Brendan. Yeah. Um, but coach, oh, let's come back to coach because yes. he shines in this episode. Yes, he does. Uh, that horror movie montage of him like going crazy. Free mama yeah. feed me. Yeah. yeah. You get, like <laughs> if you watch it in slow motion, you see like there's a clear shining yeah. reference. You yeah. watch like a worm crawl out there's of the head. There's a silence of the lambs yes. dancing uh, with the tuck. Yeah. Uh, singing goodbye horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just prior to the kids finding him in the woods. He's escaped the crywalkers, <laughs> but he's alone in the woods. He's eating. Poison le- yeah. like these, yeah. these Here, try these leaves. leaves. They're poison. Well, he eats them. He's like, these these leaves taste good. Like They're poisonous. I hope they're not poisonous. They taste like poison. Yeah. And then, he, and then the third beat of that joke is he gives them the kids, like, have these leaves that are poison. <laughs> Which, oh, my God. Insane. What did he yell at the end when he ran off into the woods again? Uh, something there was, like, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was something that he just shouted out that I just started laughing at. Yeah, Please. Coach doesn't get a ride home. He <laughs> yeah, the fact that it ends goes with... back to the woods to cry, separate yes. from the crywalkers. Yeah, really. Yeah. He's a full he's a full blown member at this point. I would yeah. say, of yeah, the like a fringe member. I mean, I, I think I love this episode because it's really well written. I'm a big day, they might be Giants fan, and it like nails all of its beats. Yeah, it like clearly is written. I did write down too. Uh, this was the first episode that I wrote down. The animation has come a long way. Oh yeah, they clearly the have some money season. by season three and season four. Yeah. yeah, and just like the way that everything moves on screen too, and just the fluidity of everything was very like smooth. Yeah, I don't know how to. I mean, really go into it. If you That's watch more, David, I'll I'll bring up the identifying just, a body episode Flash. when yeah. they started using Flash for that second episode of them using Flash. There's a scene where. Andy Kindler's recurring character, Arnold Lindenson, uh, gets his arm stuck in a car and it rolls down a hill. It is like, it is very beat by beat animation. It is not clean. It mm-hmm. is like the best they could do to make it look like a car accident happened without having the budget to actually make a car yeah. accident. That's all. <laughs> uh, you're also right because I was just thinking We're about on David. fire with transitions. Yeah. <laughs> David, you write that the songs just fade out because uh, the song where they go like, "I am not a note. Yeah. I'm all alone. I need a friend." That just like that scene fades out. Yeah, they don't end that scene. It's just they keep singing. Yeah, yeah. and the, the third, Dwayne joke is great. The third Fred shows up and he's like, "Sorry, What's I was up, late, guys. <laughs> I got here late." Oh God. Um. That's a good turning point because we're on oh, fire we're, with we're transition. Gonna, we're going to sing? Uh, no, we're going to Bye Bye Grease. Oh, yeah, we're going to so. sing. Oh, okay. You're singing. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I don't remember any of these oh, songs. I remember, like, I can, I'm assuming Emo Phillips is in multiple episodes. Emo, so the character Sheldon has been around since season one, features prominently. I in, don't remember this character. But so Sheldon is a bully. Mm-hmm. When we meet him, uh, he like was picking on Jason and Brendan tries to pick a fight and there's a great phone call where... Emo Phillips is like, oh, we are going to have a fight. Like, oh, let me go to my checklist. Like, who's your doctor? Like, what's your insurance? Like, do you have health insurance? So it's like... I can't think of a funnier voice choice for than a Emo Phillips. Than Emo I, Phillips. I love Emo Phillips. And the, yeah. looking at Emo Phillips and the idea of him playing, like, being a bully is crazy it's yeah I, I love him but it's like it's so he funny. did so I hope well he doesn't have like a complex about like i want to look like a bully yeah 
he had that feel of like an old school like 30s kind of bully with the way that he was like his slow demeanor and slow talking it was just like I'm going to beat you up now and just very yeah it gave me he that. does that in multiple episodes yeah. and there's an episode where Brendan runs for student council mm-hmm. and like uh Sheldon is his heavy mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and like there are scenes where he like twists when he's the character like emo plays him really well he just like twists the knife really well when he needs to, but otherwise it's like, seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Very like, reasonable. Emo Phillips just seems like positive energy in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you see, the, what I was saying, he seems like 30s muscle in like a 30s movie. Yeah. Um, that kind of like delivery for it. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he was my favorite part of this whole episode. Yeah, he's great. I'm glad you got to see him. Yeah. There are uh, more episodes where he's in, John, when you return for the 47. Should I watch them all? Yeah. All 47 of the other episodes? da 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 TV tunes. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I did write down at the beginning. convinced him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm going to watch it. I'm keeping these DVDs. No, nope, <laughs> watch them online. Oh, I'm sorry. You've convinced me. I need to watch them in their original, you know, DVD format. Okay. Um but no, I like my first note. I love the kiwi allergy that just. That, there are two things in the script that are just insane. There's yeah. the kiwi pie, uh-huh. and that uh, yeah. that but Melissa has I a love kiwi them allergy. It out. Yeah, and that it features prominently in the story. It's like they tease it out, and then it appears because they had to put insane. Yeah, and Mr. Lynch's twenty-three strike policy. Yeah, is insane. We, that was it has never come strike. up before. It's. Ridiculous. I did. Lo- this was where I wrote down where Melissa got steamrolled because they're just completely ignoring her. Also, started off in the soccer field. Yes. Uh, most and, episodes do. Yeah. And they steamroll her of just like this life saving measure that would keep her alive. Yeah. And they're not paying attention to it. It's just like, let's go to my car. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to go to my car. And they just walk off. And that's the intro to this episode. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It is not a perfect episode. I really just wanted you guys to watch this. For emo? No. No? No. Why? Why did we watch this? My favorite moment in the episode is <laughs> the Brendan is directing a musical for the elementary school, which is a crazy plot. <laughs> uh, just in terms of the idea that you'd give that much power to yeah. uh, I feel like an I eight know or nine-year-old is crazy. I feel like I know what your favorite scene is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, lock it in, John. Uh, and I, I, I got it. Yeah. Uh and so Brendan auditions people and then does the show and asks McGurk to play uh, Quick Rick, who like, and he wants him to drive a car on stage. That happens, but the uh, in this third act moment, he Coach McGurk can't get the window down and sings his big number through the car with the closed windows. Mm-hmm. And so the song is funny. Yeah, and but then it's especially funny when they cut to what it sounds like Outside. on stage when you can't hear it. That forty-five seconds is why I love this episode. <laughs> is that what you thought, John? It was not. What I was did wrong. you think? Uh, that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. I yeah. thought your I thought your favorite throwaway line from this episode was when he gives uh, Fenton the job of running the lights. Yeah. And Fenton is just like, oh, that's like being a god, or just like, yeah. Th- I thought that I thought that's where you were going with this. No, but it's nice to know that uh, you think I have that much of a 
complex about my place in the world where that would be my favorite line. That is not, I really enjoyed yeah. that line. It was yeah. one of my favorites from this episode. Yeah. So thank you for shitting on me, <laughs> David. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I just love that song. Uh, we are Fenton and we are Brendan. Do you guys want to sing the I song don't know that the, Coach McGurk sings? I don't know the song. And I'll race. To feel the wind in my face, and I'll race. David to is feel alive, and I'll race. Aback. To feel like I own this place, and I'll race until I die. And I'll race against the other racers, and I'll race with one big shout. Shout Factory, shout out to Shout Factory. Shout out to Shout, shout, out to shout Factory. Factory. And I'll race with one. Oh, that threw me off. Uh. And I'll race against the clock, and I'll race against myself, and I'll race, and I'll race. Ha-hoo! Ha-ha! Race. And now it's on film. Great. I love that song. <laughs> I know you do. I love that song. Uh, you sca- You legitimately had David taken aback. Really? <laughs> Where he legitimately went, went backwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, 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 uh, my body uh, moved backwards. It's yeah. true. It's you a had a song. You it's had a, a visceral reaction yeah, to that. Yeah. Uh, it was not one of joy, but it was reaction. I'll no. Take it. I'll take it. You did surprise us. Yeah. Uh, very much so. Although I expected it more than David did. That's um, true. I, uh, yeah. That's all I wanted to do on your podcast. <laughs> that was it. That's the only reason that's you all, came on? Was... It took us how long to get there? Hour and 11 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's it. Way to pace yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. Um no, yeah, I, you I nailed it. Plans of singing it. You love yeah, it. I, I love that song. You love this I love show that moment. so I love the much. Show. No, like, hey John, watching you, know I'm you capable of love sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, can I ask about the finale? Yeah, let's. Is, is there any other thoughts about by, the the musical's uh, not great? It falls apart. Listen, I love his mom painting the winter background, the win- that's very and she's painting during the show in the background. It's a good too. visual element. It's great. <laughs> it's really Which funny. Which I just loved so much. I also love. I've forgotten this when I watched this uh, for the show that Sheldon does come back. He gets suspended, but then and so Brendan has to take over his role and murders that he does yeah. so good in that role yeah. and is perfect and then yeah. they end the you show know, five scenes yeah, early the, the, the idea that they end the show five scenes early just because he kills it so hard yeah. let, let, let him have it. it the show's such a train wreck but that worked it's hard it's to great. come back from that yeah yeah. he's like well it'd be weird if we kept going after they all took a bow can we also talk about Walter, Walter and Perry in this episode yes we can great yeah <laughs> uh, I believe it is Walter who sings uh, if you were a car instead of a boy, which is just a funny song. Oh, God. Also, <laughs> yeah. when Walter finds out he'll be playing a woman, and he's <laughs> he like, was so more, good, more good roles for women. Good roles for women. <laughs> so oh, funny. God. Uh, and then it's Melissa's... also funny when I think it's Perry who like is just trying to talk to Quick Rick in the car. Yeah. It's great. Uh, what about Melissa's sing-talking, guys? So this is, uh, I will agree with you, John. This is a moment where it's like, why is Brendan being mean to Melissa? Like, yeah. She wants to sing. Yeah. And he was like, I think you should sing-talk. It's just a way of like putting down Melissa in a way, I think. Which was weird. I think more speaks to less about like Brendan's problems with women yeah. and more like his uh, creative insecurity about like, Melissa kind of is his creative equal and often has better ideas. And here's a way of like, Brendan's been granted this power and then pushes her down. Yeah. Which just is about like his own insecurity about Brendan's place in the world. I see that. Yeah. Uh, I also did love watching the scene where Coach McGurk comes out with the car and tries to back up. And I watch that and I'm just like, this has happened at some point on a stage in America. Yeah. On a high school. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it can't have not. 
uh, some idiot has to have driven their car out oh, as a yeah. prop and fall. It fell through the like. <laughs> fell I off feel, of the stage or through the stage? I feel like I saw a production of Grease where they used golf carts on stage. <gasps> That's great. And I remember like being afraid the entire time it was on stage because I was like, "That's the- it shouldn't happen." Yeah, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, but him like trying to back off. I'm just like, also and then the leaves song- it there. Yeah. So also- the show ends with like a car. Stuck on stage. But it works perfectly for um, Sheldon's song because he's yes. on top of the car. Yeah. And he, yeah. he is such a good greaser. It yeah. all worked out in the end. It did. Ugh, and the, it the, all that, came that, together. This is an episode where it kind of peters Button. off at the end when a bit. Uh, Brendan is uh, giving McGurk a ride on his bike. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I also did love... One of my favorite moments was when Sheldon was threatening uh, Fenton in the light booth. Yes. And oh, he's and just th- like... Give us a moment, and he just fades into the background. Is, that is just a good visual <laughs> yeah. choice. It was. Uh, uh, it's just a good directing choice, Lauren Bouchard. It was very good. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Focus Grill? Sure. Tell okay. us about it. Focus Grill is the last episode. I just want to know if you found it to be a satisfying. Conclusion. I do find it to be a satisfying ending. Okay. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Edit that out. We, uh, oh it's going to be in there. Everybody burp. Everybody burp to make him feel comfortable. That's, that's the burp. classic coffee burp, everyone. Uh, so sorry. Oh, hell yeah. I but, feel energized uh, from that caffeine breath. Yes. Uh, focus. So this show never was a success. Uh, UPN canceled it after With five you episodes. What? With you it was. I loved it, but it was not a, it, not a ratings hit. Not a hit. commercial success. Uh, and it didn't would really do well. Would you call it a cult uh, fave home run? I would call it a cult again? fave home run. You know, Same again? one? You know who also calls it that? Who? The back of every single <laughs> DVD <laughs> case. It's a good quote to keep. They each keep reminding people. that same quote from the LA Times. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, it's a good one. It's a good solid. quote. Yeah. It's a good quote. The last few episodes are solid. Definite Possible Murder is a good episode. Uh, temporary blindness is a fantastic episode where Coach McGurk uh, oh gets laser eye surgery and then ends up staying at their house for a bit. That's very funny. Uh, so they find ways of making McGurk a part of their life. Focus Grill involves Coach McGurk making a building a grill for Brendan's mom. There's a moment where the characters are like discussing like, is McGurk going to be your new dad? It's pretty clear that they don't get along, but there's a shared uh, notice that like they both wear a lot of sweatpants. Uh, It's the foundation of so many relationships. The A story involves the kids. uh, They have a focus group for the latest movie. Uh, uh, I forget the name of the weirdo kid who's clearly the son of the sausage purveyor. Fenton and Watcher and Perry are the focus group. They watch their newest movie, don't like it, and then they just... There's this really sweet moment where Jason's like, let's go back to what we loved about this, and they watch their first movie where they were toddlers there's no way they were actually making this when they were kids but they're toddlers and melissa remarks like we never finished this each one of them shoots their own ending jason wants to have a throw-up monster (laughs) melissa wants to be this melissa's c story in this episode is that she keeps wearing heavy makeup Mm -hmm. and brendan doesn't know what he wants to do with his ending and then they show the folks group uh but really, I just love that episode. There's a great scene. There's a few great scenes with, with Brendan and McGurk. There's a moment where McGurk again sends Brendan to go get beer. <laughs> and then Bre- like, and then Paula like questions McGurk, like, did you send my son to go get beer? And then he says no. And then Brendan shows up with an ID, a fake mustache, and the money back. <laughs> and then there's a great moment where <laughs> McGurk exits the scene. 
and he's like, punish Paula, punish him. Like, just like, like not in the mean way, but just like a joking yeah. punish, punish. And then he shouts like, hey, Jason. Uh-huh. And it's like the only time McGurk like addresses Jason, who he also voices. So it's like mm-hmm. clearly like, I don't think there's any scene with true McGurk Jason interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's just funny to me that like, yeah, that's the way he'd get out of the situation. Yeah. And it ends with uh, the grill blows up, and then they go to go get food, and Brendan is filming out of the car, and it falls out of the car and just breaks. And then there's a moment of sadness of, like, Brendan, like, looking at everyone else talking in the car, and then they discuss where to eat, and, like, Brendan, like, is fine. Uh, And he's just like, yeah, Chinese food, and then, like, joins the conversation. So it's like, I think it's a moment of recognition of Brendan being like, Comes into real life? No, it comes into real life, but also, like, recognize that doesn't need the camera anymore for uh, validation. Like, mm-hmm. why why was he doing this to get validation for a focus group? He was doing this to escape. And, like, this isn't uh, a traditional family, but uh, Paula, uh, Coach McGurk, and his two friends, like, that's his family, and they're going to be fine. And I kind of like that ending. Oh, and we haven't brought her up yet. Uh Josie the baby is in there mm. uh, and she features in other episodes she's not prominently in this one she's Who's just like a Josie the baby she's like a baby that Paula had with Bryn's dad and then they got divorced immediately afterwards oh. and in commentary tracks Lauren Bouchard says like the show's about a baby and I think it's less that's not true mm-hmm. I think it's more like they have to remember to use this character they established in the pilot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Focus Grill, and I think it's just a great ending episode. I think if I were to redo this five for you guys, I'd swap out Bye Bye Greasy for that episode as like the showcase of five. Mm. But I also watched the pilot and Identifying a Body. Those are also faves, and yeah, Focus Grill is just a solid. They they nail the ending. The only thing that they don't nail mm-hmm. is they had that swelling music at the end of the party episode. Uh, and like that music is playing as like we cut to the 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 film on the video camera just like when it breaks, mm-hmm. and then it like smash cuts to while that swelling music plays to like the home movies theme, like mm. dun, 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 the like the piano theme. Yeah, and then like they should have just kept the swelling music. And Lauren Bouchard on the commentary track is like, yeah, that was a mistake. What was I thinking? <laughs> it should have just been the swelling music to end the show. Damn, and they knew it was ending when they made the episode. That's yeah. That's good, and also I feel rare for for a show, show. like this. Yeah, they like knew they they, they they like just sensed like there's no way like we haven't done well for three seasons. We got to make the show we wanted to do, but this isn't coming back. Yeah, it could have, but I think there is a they put their own to the, stamp to the it. Camera's gone. Yeah. yeah, cool. That's cool. That's home movies. That's home movies. I love this show. I could not tell. Yeah, um, <laughs> it. Showed every minute of this conversation, and I appreciate that. That's, yeah, that's so, why we ask people to come on and talk about their favorite yeah. so shows. You, you felt nostalgic. Yes, for me, I, I'm very happy that you chose this show because for me, I, like I said before, it's a show that I always enjoyed, but like never like uh, made a concerted effort to watch all of or to binge or or anything like that. But yeah, it was nostalgic to me because I remember it being on Adult Swim and watching it with my friends and. You know, I mean, just sort of Adult Swim in general, it always found like you found something special that was made just for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way about this. I was like, this is this is like a weird. I don't think at the time I could have like 
pinpointed i liked it for its improvisational feel right but that was something really fun about it for me and i just remember thinking it was really weird and funny and also like never never mean spirited which i think made it made it feel different from other adult swim shows yeah i mean like Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong they're, they're like bullies and there's like Coach McGurk being a piece of shit, but it but it never it oh it, it in general it does sort of have a sweetness to it, which I think the, I appreciate. I would I would argue that the edge is coming from Brendan Small and that the sweetness because if you watch Bob's Burgers, yeah, there's there, it is it's not saccharin, but there is like these struggling characters are finding ways of being happy yeah. and happy with one another. Yeah, uh, and that feels like that's more Lauren Bouchard's influence on this show as I well. Can see that, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can see that too. Uh, uh, John, mm-hmm. you, you felt fine about it. Uh, I like appreciate it more and more. Yeah. Uh, How many episodes are you gonna watch? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not watching. I'm not watching all of this. Why not? This is because I have other things. That, like it's I, not that many minutes. I, I feel like it's twenty-two minutes for twenty-two minutes for forty-seven. Yeah. So that's a lot of time. It's not that crazy though. <laughs> it's not yeah. as crazy as says the man who's watched it twenty times. Yeah, but yeah. it's like yeah, you could do that in a day. Uh, no, yeah, I don't you think, could. Could I? Yeah. How many? Do you know how many hours that? are in a day? Uh. It's do the math. More than seven. Do the math. It's more than seven. Uh, no, no, um, no. <laughs> here's a question we ask sometimes, and I would say that you would direct your answer straight to John. Are we yeah. bringing it back? Uh, how <laughs> would you pitch about. this show to somebody to convince them to watch it? Like, like if they had never heard of it before, what would your essentially elevator pitch Here, be to I'll get, give them, you a blank to get them into yeah. it? Look at my dumb face and try to pitch me in why I should watch 47 additional episodes. Uh, or how many total episodes? There's 52 total. 52? It, really, to me, it's just like... Uh, first and foremost, it is a showcase of H. John Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're into Bob's Burgers and haven't watched this, you are missing out. Coach McGurk is like a pre-Bob or pre-Archer character that like is great. Voice cast wise, very ahead of its time. So, mm-hmm. fantastic voice cast, and really, it's just like it's an imperfect show that I love very much. I don't know if I'd expect. I was coming to this. I'm like, I bet John won't love this. <laughs> I did think that, and I'm not going to spend time trying to convince anyone to love this. I do, and if you love me, wow. you're going to watch 47 episodes, John, or 52. 47. Yeah. Well, I'm never watching this show again. Yeah, I'm throwing. Not a lot of people don't love me. That's Uh, fine. We'll talk about that after this episode. Oh, like Uh, like the majority of people on Earth don't love me, and I have to be not with that that. attitude. I mean, that's like a lot of people. Yeah, Yeah. percentage-wise, very low. It's like more than seven. Yeah. Um, You know what I would say? Like a good pitch is to watch one episode a week, like and cover it in a year. Yeah. It's 52 episodes. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're doing. That's easy to get into. Right. And, uh, you know, it doesn't feel... Listen, I I don't love the show because I only watched five episodes of it. Yeah. I, there is a lot that I know that I... Like, I love Coach. Yeah. Coach is great. Uh, you know, John H. Benjamin. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I, not... This mean spirit yeah, that's is right. not present in I don't movies. love you. I don't love you. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I do love you. Yeah. Um, but no, there's a lot to love in it, and I know I would appreciate it more. Um, 
Yeah, it's just I've only watched five episodes of yeah. it. Uh, I'm not a super fan of this show, and yet uh, a specific joke has stayed with me forever from like the one time I watched which it. Which joke? Uh, it's when Jason, I don't remember the context, Jason sort of out of nowhere like he does, uh, says, he says, uh, one time my parents walked in my room and they saw me naked. And then they're like, why were you naked? And he hooks his thumbs through his suspenders, which he doesn't do a lot of the time. <laughs> and he says, because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that has influenced so much of your I life. Think <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think I forget what, I forget what Moment, episodes that in. Moments like that of like, yeah, there's, there's at least always one laugh out loud moment in every episode. Yeah. Usually more. But like there's so often just moments like that that have stuck with me as like, and super funny weirdness. I get that feeling for it. I'm not like I feel like I would love this show if I watched all of it. John, do you want to laugh once every 22 minutes? Uh, or like once the, every week? Yeah, either way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So watch this entire. Uh, you don't have to. All right, I'm quitting. I'm quit. I'm quitting this podcast because I can't focus. No, on I can't else. be. Uh, alone this is all season. your fault. No, you know what? I think it's cool to do a premiere and finale episode <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. It, it does make your episode, uh, your guest, me included, feel very special yeah. if I am both the inaugural <laughs> episode of the season and the finale. And Listen, us, that feels good. For us, we just didn't finish the whole fucking season. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much. Well done. Yeah, Thank you me. are essentially like a finite phoenix. Like, I feel like you burst into flames and brought us back, yeah. and then you died and just sat there. Uh, and the finite I phoenix. phoenix. Yeah. That's how I'll always think of you. Yeah, spelling that finite with a P-H. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Fiery Finite. Yes. Of podcasts. You host a great podcast. I do uh, host a podcast. Yeah. It's called uh, Try It, You'll Like It. Have uh, you been on it yet? He is not, not but we, we need to get it on. Him? Yeah. We need to get him on. What food I would do. Yes. Uh, My problem is I just guest. love all food. Yeah. Is this because you're Jewish? Uh, I'm trying to tie no, it back into no. the Yeah, David Zwick feels that way about <laughs> David Cantrowitz. Uh, uh, yeah, we have a guest try food they hate one last time. Uh, we often have chefs and comedians on. It's really just a... Uh, uh, what uh, we've been called a uh, entertaining exercise in futility, uh, because often our guests don't like the food we make for them. We're very, and also if you have misophonia, we're very conscious about editing out chewing. So it's it's really like we try the food off mic, and then like you'll hear our response. Uh, but really, it's a fun show to do. Uh, but also, if I can make an announcement, oh God. Uh, I will also be hosting Home Podcasts, the Home Movies podcast, uh, a look back at a show from 1999 to 2004. I feel uh, like this is a bit. And I'll be once a week <laughs> returning to each episode. Uh, and really the hook will be, uh, I will be doing an episode-by-episode breakdown of Home Movies until the podcast ends and I get a Coach McGurk tattoo. And most of the show will feature not oh God, is this the weird? episode, but me discussing my fears about getting tattoos. <laughs> is this a, are you getting a Chiquita banana on your No, chest? no, it would be a Coach <laughs> McGurk tattoo, but uh, oh, oh boy, does the idea of a tattoo br- bring up a lot for me. So there's, a, there's two layers. It's this one, is real? This is, uh, I think is this, this is really going to happen. happening I now? Think, I think it has to happen. Oh my God. There's, no, that, home, am there's I, no home movies podcast. Am I going to be your first and last guest on this podcast? Uh, I think I'm going to and mainly... Your and your co-host? You're not going to be my co-host. Uh, there's no way. Bullshit. Uh, but yeah, you in returning to this, I've loved this show for half my life. 
more. So I what, think... Yeah, uh, what year did it start? 94? 99, but 99. I for sure discovered it in 2002, 2003 Is this... Did this all come about in your mind while you were coming on to this podcast? Uh, the to idea to this? do this and yeah. returning to the show, I'm like, yeah, I'll, and like, yeah. It sounds like you this, should. And it's, this is for me. Like, no, I, I would not expect this podcast to do well. I get that. Yeah. No, that's But great. I kind of think you should refer to it as a spinoff of our podcast. It's fine. That's how yeah, my that's first fine. podcast started. I went on um, uh, Ryan Middledorf's podcast and hijacked it at the end. <laughs> Uh, for like the last half, and I'm just like, oh, I always thought about starting a podcast, and then I started interviewing Ryan, and that episode uh, of his podcast episode? was episode zero for my podcast. Got it. Episode zero. Yeah. And so, I, so I you feel have to like call this episode. This is episode zero. That's fine. Perfect. Yeah, great. That's great. great. Uh, which it should be. Yes. Uh, we're on the same podcast yeah. network, so why the fuck home not? podcast <laughs> tentative title? But I think that's the right call. No, I like um, it. It's good. Yeah, but I think there will be a colon because I bet there's something else called Home Podcast. So it's like the Home Movies Podcast uh, slash Tattoo Podcast. Or Home Podcast, a Home Movies Podcast. Uh, perhaps, but I got to put Tattoo in that title. A one-man show. Because it's really about getting a tattoo. <laughs> then the same way the show is not really about a baby... This podcast won't really be about a tattoo, but have, it is. You, I'm assuming I have, you have no, no tattoos. tattoos. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, what yeah, about yeah. home tattoo? No. No? Okay. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> try it, like it pod all over the internet, at try it, like it pod everywhere. Try to like it. Uh, please. Try the podcast because you'll like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, if, if you found me enjoyable in any way, <laughs> listen to the so podcast that exists and maybe the one the I make. One. You will future. make it now because yeah. we're going to be your producers yeah. and we're going to make it happen. Cool. Uh, well, also, for that. also, I'm going to force you to uh, plug something else that you do. Oh, what? Uh, market price. Because um, you guys do make some killer barbecue, which David also has wanted to try and will I haven't try. Haven't done it yet. Yes, uh, uh, got to bite the brisket. My and podcast just partner <laughs> Winston and I sell some barbecue. You can follow at Market Price BBQ on Instagram. It is legitimately really delicious barbecue. Yeah, or like let's just say you're like someone in Los Angeles who like. Wants to go to somebody's house who makes food. Yeah. Come to my house. Like, I'd like more friends. So, like... <laughs> this took a turn. I did not expect that. So, like, I don't, make ice cream and, Don't like, ask the internet to be your or, friend. Don't uh, do it. I also make beer. I make a lot of food. And, like, really... Kombucha? What I like kombucha? about the barbecue thing with Winston is not, like, the making money part of it. It is the, like, people coming over and the the, the camaraderie of people... The idea of friendship happening in my house. Wow. Uh, Which so. is weird because you guys are millionaires now. The real yeah. market <laughs> price is the friends they made along oh. the way. Yeah, that's really what I am after. Oh. Yeah, so uh, you like, can also follow we're like, me. We're like market priceless, am <laughs> yeah. I right? Oh, you can, you can also follow me at ZwixPix, Z-W-I-X-P-I-X, on Instagram. I post a video of my dog every day uh, where I ask him if he wants to be on YouTube. Uh, and he you never still does. You still haven't started that channel. Uh, you should. I'm not going to start a channel of my dog. Oh, well, it, it would some ruin of us are going to be joke. very upset about it. It'll ruin the joke. Uh, I've been waiting for it for months. A lot of potential yeah. projects yeah. being born out of this episode. Uh, yeah. That legitimately makes me happy that you're uh, going to potentially do this podcast and uh, sully your body with a tattoo that lasts forever. Yeah. Sully your body. <laughs> yeah. Sully your pristine body. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it's about whether I can get that tattoo. Guys, yeah. let's get Zwick to make more barbecue and to get more friends. 
And more tattoos. And, yeah, I mean, I'm and too, more uh, let's just say this. I like the friends I have already. Okay. But I. Right. Yeah. But more please don't contact. Good. Please don't contact David. I know. Contact me. I'm fun. Oh, and uh, I'm, fun. I'm very fun. I, I promise. I, I promise. love email. Oh. Yeah. So, like, what's your email? Uh, you can email my podcast oh, at so try uh, try like a pod at gmail dot com. Okay, that's you can it. say whatever you like, and Winston will read it because he doesn't check the account. You like. That makes sense. Yeah. So <laughs> very much it's on. They'll never get back to him. Great. Thank you uh, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you so uh, much. Yeah. Can I uh, close it down? Uh, do you have anything to plug, Dave? Nah, dude, I'm that? good. Uh, yeah, I'm good too. Da 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 da. TB tunes. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Hi, I'm Winston. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of a new podcast on Campfire Media called Try It, You'll Like It. And on our podcast, we have our guests eat a food they hate. One last time. And we have so many crazy yes. We got amazing chefs. We have killer comedians. Bakers. Candlestick makers. Distillers. Brewers. Food writers. Oh, they're Ooh. writing about food. Ooh, they're probably having some food while they're writing about that yeah, food. because we're eating food, and they're eating food, and you're listening to It Happen. All you ASMR heads enjoy. Chomp, chomp. So check it out every Thursday at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Mmm, that was good. Yeah. Campfire.